I am very motivated and competitive, I would say. Like I like some competition. I played sports all the way through into university and I just love that drive and that go, go. And just owning a business is a motivator for me. Hello and welcome again to another episode of One Starfish, where our mission is to help change the world one starfish or one person at a time. As always, make sure to rate, review, subscribe, share, all those things that we are getting around. It's pretty exciting to see the growth. Anyway, I'm really stoked to have our guest on today. Uh, Shannon Running is actually in Alberta, which is kind of cool because a lot of my guests aren't. Um, and we're actually going to meet up probably live, which is also really neat. So she's a CPA, Profit First Consultant. Um, has running her own business for the last seven years, has a couple kids, has a husband, all those things. And I'm really excited to have you on. Um, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So tell us a little bit, what got you down the, the CPA trail, the profit first trail, the running your own business trail. I don't know, wherever you want to go with that. <laughs> sure. So I think being a CPA just like came natural to me throughout school. I loved math. I loved my accounting courses and maybe I just wasn't creative enough to think of another path. <laughs> like I was really good at it. So I just stuck with it. And yeah, so right after high school, got into university, got my CPA right away, started working at a number of smaller firms uh, throughout Alberta and really loved it. Just working with small businesses, seeing the ins and outs of it, like the whole process. Um, I loved it. So it just kind of came natural. Like I'm such a puzzle geek, nerd, like numbers person. So yeah, that's awesome. And then what got you into the uh, profit first and like, how are you combining it kind of in your business? So I listened to profit first, like I think it was maybe four years ago and I signed up to become a profit first professional before I even finished the book because it was just like I was at a point of time in my business where I was finally making money. And I was like, like, even as a CPA, I was like, I don't know what to do with this money. Like, <laughs> and like, I know I have it, but should I spend it? Should I like, what should I do with it? Mm. And then on top of that, I was just thinking of all of my clients that needed it mm. because every single year I sit down with them, go over their numbers, show them like, this is what your net income is. This is how much you owe in tax. And they're always like, well, that doesn't make any sense. I don't have that money in the bank account. Like, how do I have net income if I have no money? Mm -hmm. And they always got like in the trap of not being able to maybe pay their taxes right away or just having that stress. So I found like Profit First is like that bridge that links like the cash flow and the financial statements and just provides so much clarity uh, to business owners. And really as business owners, we care about the cash. Like we don't want to read financial statements. We want to know, like actually see that profit sitting in our bank accounts, uh, knowing that we're paying ourselves and just like know that you can make really informed business decisions so that you can grow your business. That's awesome. And so as you've gone down that, now you've had your two kids. How old are your how, to, how old are your two kids? Twelve and nine. Okay, so you're raising your kids while you're going through that, um, while you're building a business and all of that kind of stuff. Tell us a little bit for for parents who are listening. How was that, and how did you? The one I hear all the most is like mom guilt, dad guilt. Um, 
all of that kind of stuff. How did, how did that work for you? I don't have kids. So I love when I have parents on that can help some of our listeners. Um, there's, I think there's always mom guilt, like no matter what, whether you own a business or not, I think it just goes with the job. Um, but I try not to, um, take that on too much just because I feel like my kids see me working really hard and doing something I love. And that's a teaching lesson for them. Mm -hmm. So whether it's like working late or not, like it's just kind of like making it work with the family, like letting them know that I'm doing this because it supports the family, you know, Mm -hmm. and talking with them. Like my daughter will, cause I work um, uh, strictly from home now. So like she'll come down and chat with me after school, ask how my day was and I can tell her about my clients. And it's like a bonding experience with us now. So, um, I think that's pretty cool. That is, that's, that's pretty neat. Um, yeah, that's really cool. So if, if you listen to someone and someone's like, I want to get started in business, um, and, and maybe they're, you know, looking at different things that they want to do. What were some of the things that helped you become successful in your business? Um, looking back like seven years when you started it, how, you know, what got you f- through those first couple of years till you started to, you know, like you said, started to have cash flow and started to make the profit? Yeah. So I feel like I was really, really fortunate. Um, I was working at an accounting firm before and while I built my practice. I originally was going to, was said I could come on as partner at that firm, but then he didn't want to bring on any partners. And because of that, he said that he is totally fine with me building my practice on the side. So as I was working full time, I was able to build my business, um, which meant working evenings, working weekends, all of that stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. So I felt like I was really, really fortunate in that sense. Um, And because the business, like my business was accounting, it's not like my focus was shifting all the time. I was kind of in the accounting mindset all the time. And things that I like, the struggles were the finding the clients, finding out who I was as a person, I think, to be able to have confidence to go out and find my own clients. That was a big struggle for me. And just like dealing with like little things like that. And I find that, um, like I took a lot of courses, like <laughs> did a lot of online coaching, a lot of stuff like that, that really helped me grow and just mm-hmm. kind of mold me into more of a better person, more of a like, now it's like I'm constantly learning and like being an Arte, it's like always striving to be better. Yeah, that's so cool. So, so yeah, and, that, and that's a really good one to touch on because I think a lot of people lack um, confidence and belief. And so you got into coaching, um, like not got into coaching, but like we're, we're reached out to coaches, um, invested in yourself, even when yeah. you maybe weren't making the money to invest in yourself. Was that something that came naturally or did you have associations that helped you? What kind of got you? Cause I know that that for a lot of people they're like, how can I invest in a coach or how can I invest in something? I don't have any money to invest, but you have to invest in order to grow. So how did yeah. you, you know, how did you get around that mindset? Were you, were you raised that way or what were, was there a switch at some point that you even wanted to start your own business? There definitely was not making money when I invested in the coaching. Um, I had to use my own personal funds and thank goodness I was working a full-time job. I could afford it. Um, 
but I had guilt. Like, should I be spending money on this? Like, should I be spending money on me? Cause it was expensive. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, where I still had a really young family. And one thing that helped was a very supportive spouse and he, he believed in me. So that helped a lot. <laughs> it mm-hmm. just kind of was that little push to be like, okay, I, I can do it. He's okay with me spending this money. I can do this. Um, but yeah, just kind of, and then once you kind of start taking the courses, then your mindset shifts and you see a difference that it makes. And then you invest in yourself more and you grow more. And like, then I started making money <laughs> and I could actually invest more in myself. Oh, that's cool. And so even starting the business, did that come from like an entrepreneurial family or or did that, why did you want to even start the business? So I I come from a farming background. My parents weren't entrepreneurs. Well, I guess a farmer is pretty much an entrepreneur, yeah. but it's not really looked at like that, you know? Um, but I didn't even consider owning my own business. Like I worked at, um, I was at a firm for quite a while and I was just like day in, day out, just do my job, go home, um, things like that. Like I didn't even have that on my radar. And my husband and I moved cities for his job. And right after I had left, somebody at the firm I left, who was like very same level as I was, was offered partner. And I was like, hmm, if I would have stayed, would I have offered been offered partner? Like, I don't know if I would have, because that wasn't even on like my radar to want that. And that really triggered something in me mm. that I needed to do more. I needed to look at becoming partner in the firm I was at currently, or do I like, I wasn't actually even thinking about starting my own business. It was when I was promised partner at this one firm. And then I went on a mat leave. And when I came back, he didn't want to take on partners and allowed me to build my own business. And that's when I was like, okay, I can do this myself. Like, And um, I've just was seeing things in our industry that I wanted to do differently. Um, it, that was at the time when there was a real shift to online stuff. Um, like people weren't really coming into the office as much. We were dealing a lot with just email and sending in information electronically. And that's when um, like QuickBooks and bookkeeping software was switching from desktop to the online versions. And I really saw some potential with that. And I was yeah. like, and I, I remember I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast and um there was an ad on there for a virtual lawyer. And it, I can't even remember what the lawyer's ad was, but I was like, well, if they can do that, why can't I do that? I can be a virtual accountant. And that's really what triggered me and like really got my ideas going cool. and started like an online firm. Wow, that's really cool. And then so thinking outside the box at the same time, do you think, and maybe not, but I'm curious, do you think that part of the partner was because you went on mat leave and you came back and um, that had to be a role as far as why he switched his mind on partner? No, it definitely wasn't. Um, <laughs> he just, 
he one of his friends took on a partner that screwed him over and he got scared to be that honest is what happened yeah <laughs> yeah that that makes sense that's awesome so where do you see um where do you want your business to go in the next you know what what drives you what motivates you to get out of bed in the morning what drove you through all those like you were working full-time and building a business like that i mean i know about a side hustle so i mean you had that that and you had two kids you know they were young at that time um, and you had a husband, you know, all the things and what, what motivated you, like what drives you to get out of bed in the morning? What, what's your, you know, what's your big purpose? I am very motivated and competitive. I would say like, I like some competition. I played sports all the way through into university. Um, and I just love that drive and that go, go, um, and just owning a business is a motivator for me. Like when I was just working like a normal regular job, it was like, you're there nine to five and then you don't even have to think about work really in the evenings. And now it's just like, okay, it's 24 seven um, owning a business. So it's like, and it's just like those things of like, what can I improve? Um, how can I get more profit first clients so that I can like spread the knowledge of having better cash flow and not being so basically cash poor in your business. So like there's that drive to do better um, and help as many businesses as you can. What has been your role in all of this between um, like, do you have a pretty solid morning routine? Has that stuff helped you? Associations? Mm -hmm. What's been your, what's been your strength? I know you talked about coaching, but more specifically, what exactly kind of really helped you kind of build in the last seven years mindset wise? I would say like, yeah, the coaching helped a lot. Like it, it really taught me to know myself as a person and to be able to like work through my own struggles and challenges and like not rely on other people to help me figure it out. Like just push through and figure it out and things will be better. Um, in terms of like routines, um, I, uh, get up every morning and work out like that's a big motivator for me like I just sorry I have notifications going off like crazy um, <laughs> <You're wanted>. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah working out at first thing in the morning um just kind of sets my day off right um and that's kind of like the main thing because once um I'm up early then I can just you know get the kids ready and get into work right away um I, yeah, I don't have like a very specific got to do this type morning routine, yeah. but just being up early enough to get that first workout in, um, just kind of sets me in the right mood. Um, that makes do, sense. And then yeah. obviously you joined Arte. So what was your, what was your thinking behind joining, um, something like Arte and like associations? How's that been for you? Um, so I came across Arte because I did 75 hard last year. So I heard of Andy and then saw what Arte was. And I had done a lot of really good coaching in the past, joined lots of like really good groups. Mm -hmm. They were all online groups. Um, and but they were very different from Arte. And the fact that it was, I want to say like fluff but not like just very soft, I would say, like <laughs> hand holding, you know, that kind of stuff. And 
like I, like I said before, like I've played sports throughout my life and um, a hard coach was my best coach. So the one that really pushed me would yell at me all the time, you know, like just, I needed someone to really be aggressive with me. Um, I really thrive in that type of environment. And I feel like Arate is like that. It's full of people who like just want to get stuff done and don't want to sugarcoat or fluff things. And it's just like really powerful, successful people. And I was really drawn to that. And I honestly wish I had found Arate years ago. I think I would have been miles ahead, um, <laughs> but it found me at just at the time where I needed it. So yeah, it's all about the right timing. And when yeah. you went into like building your business and all that stuff, because it's something I hear a lot, people say, you know, um, my friends don't understand me. My family doesn't get it you know, but I don't want to get rid of them. And did you ever, I'm curious because everyone seems to be a little different. Did you ever have a point where, you know, I wouldn't say necessarily cut people out of your life, but it could be, or really distance, or did you have a, a switch in who your friends were or, and to who they are now? Do you remember anything specifically or not really? Not really. Like when I first started, a lot of people were kind of like, Oh, wow. Why would you do that? <laughs> you know? Um, I got that more so from, I would say the accounting world. Like when I talked to other accountants, they were like, oh, I could never do that. Why would you want to do that? And just because there's some complexities and stuff when it comes to tax law and all that stuff. But um, my family was very supportive and my core group of friends were very supportive. Um, I have found going through like this entrepreneurial journey that I have gotten rid of people in my life that were just like on the outside, you know, like we'd hang out every once in a while, but there wasn't that core bond. And I just don't have time for that now. Cause we, if there, that core bond didn't develop, there was a reason and our values didn't align. So it's just only keeping people in my life that really support me and my family and have similar values. Values are really important um, and making sure that you have them and stuff like that. So what are, um, yeah, what are some tips that you would give to someone that was like, hey, I would love to start my own business. I would love to do this. I'm a little worried. I've got kids. I'm busy. All the things that you kind of obviously were. What are some things that, what are some tangible tips that would help them go down that, um, down that journey? Um, I would say, find a mentor or somebody that you can talk to and get guidance from. Um, it's really hard just to go out there and figure it out yourself when there's a lot of people out there who will help. And like, for example, if you joined a group like Arate, you could have people in your life that support um, what you're doing and help you along the way instead of just struggling through trying figuring out little like simple things that someone can just easily guide you with um, so definitely find somebody or a group that can help you along the way is really key that's awesome so um in wrapping up i have three final questions i always ask everyone and then any final thoughts that we didn't touch on that if someone ran into in coffee shop and said hey shannon what would you wish you had said um, that we didn't say we'll end with that. So three final questions. Number one is someone's looking for their purpose. A lot of people talk about it. 
Um, what is one sentence that you would say that would help them find their purpose? Ooh, that's a tough one. Or paragraph <laughs> or, you know, one kind of thought. Okay. Um, to find your purpose, you need to find yourself. Like really figure out, like do some soul searching and figure out who you are and who you want to be in this world. And that will lead you into your purpose. I like that. That's good. Uh, number two, and you might have more than one, but what comes to mind, what's your favorite quote and why? Uh, I'm not a huge quote person, but um, one that has always stuck with me was work hard, stay humble. That's pretty straightforward. Yep. Um, and number three, what is one word or sentence you would want on your gravestone? Happy. That's a good one. I like that. Um, yeah. And in wrapping up, is there something that we didn't touch on that you think, you know, would be really valuable if someone, like I said, run into you in a coffee shop and said, Shannon, one more thing, like, what did we miss on that podcast? What would that be that you think, you know, would be really good for listeners to hear? Um, I would just say, go out and chase your dreams. Like, don't stay stuck in your nine to five if that's not what you truly want. Like, don't be scared to take those chances and like live your life to the fullest. It's awesome. I love that. That's so good. Um, as always, make sure to rate, review, subscribe, um, follow Shannon. We're going to put links and tags and all that stuff in the show notes. Uh, and let's go out there and change one life or one starfish at a time. And together we can change the world. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me.